Welcome to the Vital Goddess Podcast, the place to be to embody the goddess you were born to be. I'm Diane Shepard, certified Tantra coach with a specialty in the Taoist Jade Egg practice. I offer a mind, body, spirit, and trauma-informed perspective on Taoist and Tantric practices to help you heal your relationship to your sensuality, reclaim your pleasure, and tap into the life force power of your sexual energy, which is definitely not just about sex. It's the foundation of everything, your mental and physical health, your creativity, your joy, your vitality, and it's also a direct line to your unique expression of the sacred feminine. And what the world needs now more than ever are more women like you embodying the goddess they were born to be. You see, we're at a crucial point in human history right now. A new way of being human is emerging on the planet. And at the heart of that shift is the rise of the sacred feminine. How is the feminine rising in you? Let's find out. I am so glad you're here. Welcome to the show. Well, hello there, beautiful. Welcome back to the Vital Goddess Podcast. If you've been with me before and you're back again for another episode, I am so thrilled you're here. Welcome. And if you're brand new to the show, maybe never tuned in before, I'm over the moon that you're here. And I certainly hope you find something here that's supportive, useful, maybe entertaining on some level or inspiring. Um, I'm just really excited to have you here giving this a try. And my work basically is about supporting women who want to reclaim their own unique expression of the sacred feminine and really embody um, all of, of who we are as humans. And a big part of the missing piece, I think, has been in the realm of the feminine. So my work is all about uh, supporting women who really want to do that. And it has everything to do with reclaiming our pleasure, our sensuality, and really creating um, containers where we give ourselves space and permission. Those two words are so key, space and permission to um, explore sensuality, um, explore the sensual arts, really, and to do the practices that create strength and resiliency in our nervous system so that we can really truly tap into our erotic power, which is this incredible life force energy just waiting for us to tap into. But I have lots of tools and practices for that um, and create contain- I've created containers for you to do exactly that. The two main ones are my ongoing breathwork membership, and then I have a group program that you can hop on the wait list for that's a deeper dive where we go deeper into um, uh, the sensuality practices and the erotic uh, power um, practices as well, things like the jade egg or yoni egg practice. And it's an ongoing container that's supporting um, women long term. So if that interests you, definitely check out the links in the show notes for that. So in this episode, we are heading into Valentine's Day next week. So of course, I wanted to do an episode on romance, romantic love. So in this episode, I want to take you through um, a, a bit of a journey of four steps to um, really take creative control, get more creative control in your romantic life. 
Now, when I say control, it doesn't mean about controlling. I'm not talking about controlling other people, right? This is really about just reclaiming your own agency and how much power you have here um, to really create what you want, what you truly want. That's really what my work is about in in the broad stroke in general of how can we really truly um, design our lives, curate our lives uh, to really get what we want in in every area of life. But I think the romantic um, realm is a big one and um, a one of a lot of pain and suffering and frustration for so many women and definitely have my my own story around that, my own journeys of ups and downs in that department as well. So when I say four steps, you know, to get more creative control, what I want to offer you here is definitely not like um, a getter done in six weeks, and then you'll never have another romantic woe in your life. That's not it at all. This is an invitation to stepping on the path right? This is a journey. It's stepping on the path. I know you can eye roll that if you'd like, because it is a journey though. I know it sounds a little corny, but it's um, never ending. It's never ending. And I don't want that to sound like a negative thing. It's an exciting thing, right? This is a a journey of uh, continuing to unfold who we really are and um, you know what we really want and really embrace our desires, which we'll talk about in this episode for sure. And how do we start to live into that more and also really claim our, our creative right uh, to truly manifest what we truly want, like what we came, the life we came here to live, really. So I like to always say one of my taglines is embody the goddess you were born to be. And so here we're going to start out talking about the goddess of love, of course, right? Aphrodite, Venus, that archetype. So that's the first step I want to talk about is um, really getting an embodied sense, an embodiment of your own unique expression of Venus Aphrodite. And we all have our own very unique aesthetic of this energy that wants to express through us. And for many valid reasons, we could be cut off from that, you know, for many valid reasons. And I think culture can give us such mixed messages about this, about this archetypal energy of Venus. Let's call her Venus, right? I know there are many different names and many different um, civilizations over over the years. But um, I think this is a missing piece. And this is a part of the sacred feminine that was not invited in to um, the feminist movement, right? In fact, I think there was a lot, and still is, a lot of Venus bashing that goes on. And I think we see that reflected back to us in how many women are just so frustrated with their romantic lives, right? Unless we get right, in my opinion, again, this has been my experience, once I started getting right, I should say, my own experience, uh, with the goddess of love and that part of me and really honoring this part of me and starting to have the audacity, let's say, to um, really connect and embody that part of me, that's when things started to start to shift. They started to start to shift because, again, it's always a continuing journey, but really, you know, tuning into your own elixir. Now, how do we start to do that? We do that through pleasure. We really can find our own unique expression of the, of this energy through um, pleasure. And it doesn't necessarily have to be sexual pleasure, or there can be for sure. 
But really, any time, and I have an exercise that I lead women through, a meditation that I have done um, many different variations on, but basically the idea is this, that you kind of call to mind an experience you've had. This could be something today or 30 years ago, doesn't matter. It's all about the frequency. So we're talking about energy, right? So if you are a believer that we live in a vibrational universe and that you are a vibrational being, you'll get this right away. That's um, really important, kind of fun, fundamental to, to the work that I do, that you have this frequency within you and we can find the Venus frequency or tune in to your Venus frequency through an experience you had where you just felt so good in your skin. You felt good, so good to be alive. You felt beautiful. You felt radiant. You felt your just innate worthiness, right? You just, there's no question. You just, you just feel, oh gosh, I'm so worthy right now because I'm so in my pleasure, right? Um, you just feel that, that joy of having that passion, zest for life. It feels a little spicy too, right? With Venus. Um, and also just the ecstasy, the joy, the pleasure of, um, Embodied, embodied pleasure and the ecstasy of that. And then as a result of that, you get a taste of the love that you are, right? Venus is always pointing us to that. The goddess of love that you are at the core, we access her through those experiences. Now, this can be an experience where you were just out walking your dog or just having a moment with um, your baby or small small child or just enjoying a, a cup of coffee. That's one of my favorite ways to connect with my Venus is in the morning, just really enjoying uh, your morning beverage and just taking pleasure, right? So any anytime you've had an experience like that, and I know you've probably had quite a few, these are all portals into your unique expression of Venus Aphrodite, this goddess energy that is in you, right? So I have a whole... Um, a series of workshops that I call the Deep Femme series. And the first one um, is reclaiming Aphrodite and activating what I call the five sacred codes of Venus. Now, I'll definitely have that in the show notes if you want to do that. I have a recorded version of that for you. It's basically a whole workshop that you can go through and you know be guided through these different processes that will really help you um, do some mindset work, embodiment work, and integration work on really getting a clearer sense of who this goddess within you really truly is. So um, yeah, it's it's definitely worth your time because I think this is a big missing piece in our romantic lives is that we're looking for love in all the wrong places, forgetting that we are love, forgetting that we, uh, we, we have this incredible frequency that we can tune into, we can dial up and we can cultivate and strengthen through practice, right? It is a yoga, it's a practice, but you can absolutely, once you can locate it through these experiences, you can start to um, strengthen the frequency and start to trend towards more of that Venus and therefore attracting more of those Venusian experiences into your life. I see it happen again and again, but it does um, require you saying yes to it, you saying yes to pleasure, and again, deciding to take creative control. And I use the word creative here very intentionally, and um, it, it really is an art, right? So again, I probably just said that earlier in the episode, but it's an art. And um, the idea here is to really have fun and play with it. So again, there's that. Um, also, if you join the waitlist for the Vital Goddess Mastermind, there's a whole 
masterclass on tuning into this goddess vibe. Um, we don't go through the whole entire process, but it's a nice step in and uh, that's totally free. So you can just join the uh, wait list and get access to Unleash Your Inner Goddess, which will lead you through some key practices to really support you in getting a feel for who she is. She's in there, I promise you. And it's just really having, you know, the courage and the willingness to, you know, play, play in this realm and um, have this energy come more alive, give it permission and space to play, really. Okay, so step two <laughs> to really take that con creative control in your romantic life is to really um, do some work on your relationship to the masculine. Now, I would suggest maybe just ignoring the men in your life for a while, if that's a pain point for you, and diving into some inner work around your own inner relationship to the sacred masculine within. Um, and this has been a game changer for me as well. Once I started realizing that I have the sacred relationship within me, right, the sacred union within me, and it's my responsibility to work with this relationship, to harmonize, and to really create a beautiful, harmonious, sexy, romantic relationship with my own inner masculine and my own inner feminine, right? Because my when I first started doing this work, my inner masculine was a bit of a tyrant and not even paying attention to my feminine and really all the focus was kind of external, right? By design, it's not meant to go that way. By design, your inner masculine is meant to be in devotion, you know, to your inner goddess, your inner feminine. And you can you can take the reins on that. You can take the creative control on that. And it could be a super fun process, right? Really getting to know who your own inner masculine is. Again, it's a signature. This energy is as unique as your fingerprint, just like your feminine. And then starting to play with, wow, yeah, how is this inner lover of mine showing up? You know, and I have some real fun, playful ideas for you on how to activate this and play with this energy um, in, in a way that feels good, that feels alive, and to also help you clear some blocks you might have around the masculine. And we've all accumulated quite a few because it's just the way life has been, but it can be so useful to um, do some mind mindset work, embodiment work, and also integration work around um, your relationship to the masculine. And what I found to be true is that when we do this inner work, it does start to show up externally and really shift some of the more stubborn patterns I've had in my relationships with men really shifted magically, massively by really, again, taking the creative control, the reins on my own inner sacred union with my own inner masculine and my feminine. So within that Deep Femme series, yes, there is a uh, masterclass on this as well, Sacred Union, Romancing the Sacred Masculine Within. And in that, I know I recently did episodes on all of these, but it's a wonderful um, workshop style uh, container for you to to do this inner work on your own. And in my um, my group program, of course, we do this live as well. We go deeper. But um, yeah, you can get started on your own with a self-guided journey, pre-recorded material, which can really support you in getting that creative control. So the, the third step basically um, is about desire. It's about passion and desire. 
And this is the realm of the dark goddess. And if you listen to my previous episode, when I was diving into the dark goddess, that's basically, again, what I'll reiterate here is this dark goddess energy that is a beautiful, sexy part of all of us, and that we can be kind of in denial of and wanting to avoid for many valid reasons. But what I found to be true when I started to really dive in and do this deeper work on desire excavation, let's call it, um, and really own my own dark goddess energy, uh, it, it was incredible what really started to come alive in me and how that really supported me on understanding what it what the hell i wanted right what what are my what are my desires in all areas of life but definitely romantically this became more crystal clear and it's an ongoing process you know cuz the dark goddess works um you know, through complaint. And you've probably heard me say this before, but um, one of my teachers years ago said to me, and this was life-changing, rage is passion without a place to play. And another teacher said, I think uh, like a week later, like under every complaint is a desire. And once I started to play with that, right, with my dark goddess energy uh, and get clear on what it was I, I really wanted, it really has been so useful to steer me away from complaint. Not that you can't complain. You can have your moments, of course, right? But complaint is never going to get you what you want, right? It really won't get you what you truly want romantically um, ever. And not that you can't vent to your partner. Absolutely. There are times when you do, but like always, you want to always start to calibrate toward your desire when you feel ready. You know, having those storms is natural and normal part of being in any partnership. However, if we don't have the tools to um, start to excavate the desire under that complaint, then we're just stuck in the complaint. And I see so many women stuck in the complaint and it doesn't serve you. It doesn't serve the world. It keeps you in a lower frequency, a lower vibration. And I know you want more, right? Women in my world, they always want more and there's always more. There's always more. So working with your own dark goddess can be a beautiful way to start to get real with your desires. And once you do, giving permission, space for those desires um, to just come alive so that you can communicate them and even like attend to them yourself and also watch how this can change things in your romantic life as well. It's been, again, a game changer. So the fourth step I say, and you don't have to do these necessarily chronologically, but it kind of makes sense, right? So the fourth step is, wow, yeah, owning a very powerful archetypal energy that I call the sacred courtesan. Um, I've learned so much from studying this archetype specifically through a courtesan named Veronica Franco. She was a poet and courtesan in um, 15th century Italy, in Venice, Italy. And there's a movie, a film called Dangerous Beauty. You might want to check it out, but it's really about her life and um, her challenges and her um, her triumphs, right? But it is a sensual journey of a woman coming into her power uh, through embodying her um, inner goddess of love in a really powerful way, working with all the things we just talked about um, and getting really um, good at, you know, desire. And the thing about this step is, um, say the, the courtesan, the archetype of the courtesan, 
is um, similar to the sacred prostitute, if you will. But it really harks back to an ancient goddess tradition of women who um, were basically sacred sensuality or sexuality priestesses, right? And there was a, a role in society for that and a really honored valuable role in society. And this is something that the courtesans have kind of been the torchbearers for, of carrying some of this wisdom forward. Incredibly empowering um, to explore this. And the thing um, to understand is like the pleasure, the sensuality that we can really dive into as, as a female person as a as a woman is immense and this is something that the courtesans really dove into like really mastering the sensual arts and um not to please men <laughs> it was really about to actualize to self-actualize and be fully embodied in their own feminine if that makes sense so again the way is pleasure right the portal is pleasure but to take this next level is to start to play with um, the frequencies of elevated pleasure and really, really, really get good at receiving, right? Really letting this come in to your body so you can feel the power it has to raise your frequency and therefore raise your power of manifestation, right? You can become a vibrational match for whatever it is you desire, through arts like this, right? Really through opening the body to receive. And this is, you know, basically what we do in my work, right? We do that through many different somatic practices, but also, um, you know, first with mindset work, but also through things like breath work, really opening the body to receive more and really feel more, giving permission to feel more sensual pleasure is just, I can't say that enough. This is such an empowering way to take back creative control of your relationships, not by controlling others, but by truly embodying who you are, the power of who you are. Um, yeah, and how do we bring that more, uh, I like to call this integration, into your busy modern life? There are definitely ways to do that. So the final uh, masterclass in the Deep Femme series is the Sacred Courtesan, Masters of Manifestation and Embodied Love, because ultimately that's what this is, is getting so good at receiving that you understand, even if you don't understand it much now, you will if you decide to explore this work what it means to really embody the love that you are. And once you get a taste of that and you start to work with that on a regular basis, you have to decide that how you feel really, really matters. And you have to decide that what you desire, what you desire really, really matters. And that you're receiving pleasure really, really matters. And it is a portal into incredible um, empowerment. Yeah, and we'll definitely get you more in alignment with, um, you know, who you came to be, right? So that's all I got for you, just four steps. Again, the Deep Femme series, if you buy it in a bundle, you'll save a lot if you are interested in going deep like that. And again, if you just want to put your baby toe in and start to connect with your inner goddess energy, the waitlist for the vital goddess mastermind is where you want to be. Unleash your inner goddess is a wonderful masterclass for you to um, give you some guided practices so that you can start to 
understand in an embodied way what I'm talking about here because the power you have, the creative power you have in every area of your life is immense. And it, it really, in your romantic life, is true too. Now, I know you've had a lot of evidence to the contrary. We've been led, um, I think, astray in this in this area, and um, but you can take it back. You can really claim the keys to your queendom in your romantic relationships when you start to put yourself first, <laughs> put yourself first, and yeah, do that inner work that is required. All right, my love, that's all I got for this episode. Uh, Check those links in the show notes for more, and I will catch you next time. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Love Day. I want you to love yourself up. Fall head head over heels in love with yourself. I'll catch you next time. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for tuning in. And if you're resonating with what I'm sharing here on the show, please share the love and pass it along. We need more women like you who are tuned in and turned on to their feminine truth. (laughs) That's what it's all about. So I'd really appreciate it if you shared it with other women who you think would be like-minded and really interested in these topics. And if you want to take it deeper yourself, head on over to my website, shaktikor.com. There'll be a link in the show notes and you can explore what I've got there for you. You'll find a whole menu of options of how you can take this work deeper and really you know, expand more on your own journey with this. All right, my love. Again, thanks so much for being here. I appreciate you so much. Take care.